0: Lungs on fire. Ow. Crap. I hate this. Running is terrible. Everything is the worst. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: It gets easier. Huh? Every day it gets a little easier. Yeah? But you gotta do it every day. That's the hard part. But it does get easier.
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast, where the facts are the facts and the opinions hurt people's feelings. It's been a while, but I'm still Jay. I'm still here with the legendary Willie F. Wow. You're still legendary, sir. You never I like change. That.
1: I like that.
0: How you been, man? For, like you said, it's been forever and a day.
1: Yeah, for a change of pace, let's, let's get right to it. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't no small see, talk. I don't want to sit here and small talk with you. That's understandable. <laughs> oh, no, no, Seriously. If you're listening right now I, and, and you're on um, apple itunes um, you know if you don't mind going to give us a five-star review um that would be very very helpful if you're on soundcloud hit the heart hit the that's a like button if you didn't know that and uh, you can even you can even uh, repost it by hitting that little thing that looks like you're actually recycling it um i just think that we need to start off with that because a lot of times we look at our numbers and we look at we get feedback, and then we're like, we really can't tell. You know, we're still kind of in that realm where we can't tell if people like it or love it, or they don't have an opinion in one way or another. Very true. But um, I, I feel like I said, let's get right into it because um, you asked me a question <laughs> off air, and, and, I, and it kept. Well, you asked, it was last night you asked me a question, yeah, which yeah. I'm not going to go into detail about the question. But but my but my question to you is when you think about love what do you think it means when someone loves you like if you, it's, it's it's hard to say you have to expect certain things from somebody that loves you but what do you think it means when somebody loves you as far as like what are you going to how are you going to feel how do you think they should feel like how do you think it should look you know what i mean
0: like okay are we always are we speaking romantically yes okay when I think of love romantically, I think of wanting to be with this person through the ups and the downs. Like I think of no matter how much you get upset with this person, how much this you hate this person, you wouldn't you would rather be with this person than to be away from them. Okay. That's that's my thought of love. Okay. And like, what what creates I'll, that? I think I think that's the learning of the person and accepting them for their flaws and all, like, you learn them, you learn their character, and you learn their character traits, and despite everything, despite even the negative things you see about them, you still care and love them for who they are, and not who you want them to be.
1: Because everybody's flawed. Everybody has some type of flaw. Yeah. Okay, so do you believe that it is possible to deal with somebody that has a very minimum amount of flaws? Like, as far as how you guys are together. Yes, everybody has flaws, but... Is it possible to believe that Jada and Will, like they have their flaws, but they're so menial that they get through a day, they get through plenty of days because their their flaws are not that like their their unhealthy habits or their unhealthy behaviors don't consume the relationship to the point where it's like, okay, damn, like this is this is ongoing for a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that something like that could last?
0: I think when you look at people's flaws. You have to take into consideration that, okay, like I mentioned, you know, somebody, you see their flaws and you live, you can, you can handle those and you lo- love them despite that. I think when you start seeing somebody's flaws and you continue to see them, it's kind of like, okay, can I continue to live with these flaws that this person has? Like when you just mentioned, you know, somebody, you know, th- have a minimal amount of flaws, I don't think that's a, uh, that's a thing. I think you might have a minimal amount of flaws that have been exposed, but I think everybody has a large amount. A A large
1: amount of flaws. I say
0: a large amount. Okay.
1: So that, okay.
0: I mean, I can't say, you know, five is large or anything like that, but I, I think that those flaws will be exposed to you over time.
1: I look at it like this. I get what you're saying. Um, you have two people been married 10 years and, um, let's just say in those 10 years, you know, obviously they're going to learn each other even more. And in those 10 years, um, people develop habits, You know, and one person might not like one of those habits and it becomes a pet peeve or whatever. So would you say that those pet peeves would be flaws or is that just because I mean, is that what you mean by uh, flaws become exposed like the pet peeves that may develop with a person over time?
0: I don't know. Is is it really can you call a pet peeve a flaw? Like that's I I mean, because we change every single second, every single minute of every single day. So, you know, I'm not the same person I was when I woke up this morning based on the experiences that I've lived through to date. So to say, you know, OK, this pet peeve that came out of nowhere, you know, that's something I mean, there are some that you can consider a flaw. Like, you know, we were together 10 years and all of a sudden he started cheating in year eight. I think Is that a flaw? I think that's a character flaw. Man, I guess I, don't, the, I, mean, I mean, I can't say that's a pet peeve. I don't No, a, of course I don't want not. Of course cheat. not. <laughs> of
1: course not. You know, Um that's definitely a flaw in character, but I guess I'm trying to understand what a flaw is in a person. Like, when we sit here and say we're going to deal with a person's flaws and all, like, what does that really mean?
0: I guess when you really break it down to it, a flaw in somebody is just something about them that you don't don't overly care for. I, I would say dislike, but something you don't overly care for is like, I don't really like that you do that thing, but, you know, I can... Tolerated to a certain so extent, so it's more
1: of an extreme pet peeve rather than just a little bullshit pet peeve, like somebody saying, "You know, I don't like the fact that you smack gum."
0: Uh, I can see that. Yeah, you know,
1: so I guess smacking gum would be a, a very trivial pet peeve that you could probably get over. But then there are some people that they they obsess with those little moments. They 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 those little moments really grind a person's gears, and they can't live with it. And They're like, "You smack your gum one more time, I'ma shoot you."
0: Like, but usually when, when it's at that point, it's like, it's not just the gum smacking. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a list of other things, too, that have been building up.
1: You think, oh, there, there's, there's a, um, a terminology for somebody that is annoyed by the sound of gum chewing.
0: Oh, yeah, I believe it. And, I there's mean, a terminology for everything.
1: Yeah, very, very true. So, okay, okay let's, let's get back to the point. So, you're saying that you love somebody and you know from the jump, I'm going to deal with this person flaws and all. What creates that?
0: I don't think you know that from the jump, though. But
1: you're going in there with that mindset of, if that person is, you know, has all the... You're in there with the mindset of, I know this person's going to be flawed, and I'm going to love them through that, right?
0: Yes, but, I can see that. I can see that. Like, after you've, after you've reached to that, that point of, like, you know, I'm in love with... This is we're speaking romantically. I'm in love with this person you know, regardless of the good in them, regardless of the bad in them, I love this person, then, yeah, you're going in there and saying, you know, flaws and all, I'm going to love this person. And, and,
1: and when we say romantically, I guess you can't put a time on that, but from initially from the first date and from that first moment where you're like, okay, I love this person. Like, I mean, just think about that for a second. And mm-hmm. people listening, I want you to think about that for a second. The minute you were dealing with somebody and you were sitting there and you was like, yeah, I actually love this person. When you made that, I mean, I guess that, you know, they say that you can't choose who you love, but I'm just trying to figure out if you can sit back and think to the point where you could pinpoint that moment where you knew that this person was the one. In that moment, did you tell yourself, I'm going to deal with all that fuck shit?
0: I'm, I'm, for the most part, yes. I mean, there are some things that, as I mentioned, like, you know, you've been together 10 years, and the eighth year he starts cheating. Like, there's always going to be a tipping point to a certain extent. Like, you, I've known people that meet and get married and be together forever after six months. And I know people that stay together for 10 years and then finally decide to get married. And then two years into it, they call it quits. So there's really no timetable, I can say could say, you can put on it. But I think when you say, you know, I'm going to love this person, flaws and all. Yeah, I think you you, you commit to it. And like cheating yeah. is one of those. I don't, I mean, if that's something you can tolerate. I mean, but cheating is a character flaw. I, I consider cheating a character flaw. So though. so people two people
1: romantically in love. Are basically uh, into they enter an agreement, uh, a spiritual agreement that this person can cheat because of the simple fact that it is a flaw. So I'm gonna love you through that.
0: No, I, I'm, just, I mean, I'm I mean, that's. I mean, like I said, everybody has a tipping point. So it might be cheating for some people. It might what, be something else. Of like like that's I mean, what I'm like, like, like if what, somebody what gets other... somebody gets married, and, you know, and in the vows it says forsaken all others in there. And so if you don't forsake all others, you know, you've broken those vows that you've taken be- before God and the state. And, <laughs> and, and so, so you're no longer, like, valuing, you know, those vows that you've taken because those are supposed to be the most intimate parts of your relationship. Supposed to be, even though you're doing it for a show for some people and some people you really mean it. Either way, if that's not one of, like, I can't say you tolerate every character flaw this person has. I can't say that I'm just trying to I, there, out, Are there, there universal, there are universal flaws out there? Go what?
1: Are there universal flaws out there When it comes to dealing with, with People in a relationship They they I hear that I'm, I'm picking at this Because I hear it a lot mm-hmm. I hear I'm going to love you through flaws and all And My thing is Is that really a healthy mindset To go into You know Nowadays You go into a relationship With the mindset I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a love you through all the bullshit I mean Don't get me wrong I respect that But my question is When is enough enough?
0: Like I said, everybody has their tipping point. Like we've said before, you'll you, you have your tipping point. Um, I'm not going to tolerate cheating.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I would either.
0: Like, because because it's kind of the golden rule thing, you know. If if I'm not going to tolerate it, it's something that I wouldn't do.
1: And what is cheating?
0: I, I can I consider cheating to be entertaining. Um, if somebody of the opposite sex, I consider or or the same sex, depending yeah. on how y'all get down. Definitely. But you know, the entertaining, the actual action. The, the sharing of the intimate moments, and that's just something like if you're comfortable saying telling your work husband shit that you can't tell your husband, I consider that to be cheating.
1: Okay, and um, I need
0: to be I should be able to complain to my wife like I go to work and complain about her to whoever.
1: So realistically, in that situation right there, there's levels of cheating. So you figure out that she she's confiding in her work husband. You're gonna still love her through that, but that's like somewhat of a warning.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah that's letting, that's a strike. Yeah, that's a strike. a strike.
1: And you're letting her know, like, hey, this is in it's in your best interest to stop fucking with this guy because if it gets to the point where genitals are touching, that is the breaking point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just I guess I'm just trying to get a better understanding no, no, of this. And then and I mean, this it's in a sense answers the question that you asked me because I feel like that's something that you have to ask yourself. I don't give a damn how everybody perceives the situation that you're in. Yeah. Personally. It ain't none of my business. But at the same time, um, you do have to ask yourself, when is enough enough? Am mm-hmm. I am I gonna love a person through this bullshit? Because at the end of the day, I mean, everybody out there feels like they deserve this fairy tale type of love. Yeah. And everybody out there is probably gonna look at the situation like, oh, you know, well, you're not, you don't have that fairy tale type of love. What are you doing? Well, now the question comes up to me is, like, okay do you see this situation as a loving situation that can actually grow into something? Or do you just feel like you are holding on to something just based on the fact that it makes sense because that's what lovers do. Lovers work through flaws, through the, through the bullshit.
0: I think, I think when people, I think Disney Made the story of the fairy tale. Definitely, and that's, people that's, hold that's, on to that. Like, fact. there's a prince charming coming, or, mm-hmm. or there's a damsel in distress that some guy's gonna come save this woman from a desolate situation. Yeah. Sometimes your um your fairy tale is die hard. Definitely, <laughs> like, like Definitely. It, you might drag each other through some shit, yeah. and come out on the other end, and you might look at back and say, you know, yeah, our story ain't clean. It's not pretty. It wasn't love at first sight. Yeah. it's not you know everybody could look at us and say, oh yeah, they're madly in love. That may not be our story. Definitely, but when it comes between me and you, and we know it, that's all that matters.
1: That I understand that. Okay, okay, okay. See, that gives me a better that gives me a better understanding of it because it lets me know. How you perceive your situation like i don't know like i can't jump into your brain and be like what are you doing
0: it's the last place you want to be uh, it's <laughs> the last me. place you want to be
1: uh, yeah i wouldn't even yeah uh, you know. I'm talking I, about
0: a black mirror episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow but yeah i mean i guess from my perspective when i look when i think about a romantic love i just i'm still a firm believer in treating somebody how you want to be treated like it's that simple like, don't do things to me that you wouldn't want done to you. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and I was telling her, um, modern-day relationships uh, between, you know, 35s and under, um, it's starting to become more of a thing. Open relationships are starting to become more of a thing. Really? And yeah, it's, yeah. Yo, people...
0: I guess people don't, you know, parade that out there. Yeah, I
1: mean, prime example, Offset and Cardi B. No matter, no matter what Cardi B says, they were in an open relationship because married people don't have threesomes. This is true. You know, and it, when once you open that door, no matter if it was a, a honeymoon gift whatever, the girl had the, I laughed when I heard the girl say, "Oh, I didn't know this was a serious marriage." <laughs> because when you hear that, you're like, is this, this is stupid or something? And then Mar- you really, pretend- you-
0: well, honestly, I didn't know that they were like legally married. I must have missed that in my in my paparazzi scan or whatever. I, I didn't thought know they that had woman- a wedding. I, I Shit, know. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I, don't, know. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Me, I know they I mean, had a child. I didn't yeah, know they were legally yeah, I mean, married. Me, I know. He, I remember them proposing. Not be they might not be married. I don't know. But, you're right. They might not. I don't know much about their situation, but I did hear that a threesome did occur. And I'm using this example because, you know, I am not a fan of what Mr. Offset is doing because the thing about what Offset is doing is you're you're basically putting Cardi in a situation where it's like you did what you did and now cardi is facing basically public ridicule because she's looking like the mean person you know obviously it's half and half but you know one side is going to be like oh no leave that cheating bastard alone and the other side is going to be like oh my god what he's doing is so sweet but in the middle there the reality is this is y'all business. This should be should be happening behind closed doors. And whatever 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 agreement y'all come to as grownups, you gotta leave it at that, and you gotta walk away. You either gotta walk away from the situation or walk towards the situation and 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 commit to not fucking up anymore.
0: The way I, the way I look at it is like you don't you don't come and surprise her at her job.
1: Yeah, that's 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 tough and I'm,
0: and I'm saying this from experience because I'm, I'm surprised somebody at their job and it's, it's highly embarrassing for them oh I imagine so it's it's, it's kind of like you you come over here and everybody's like oh he's so sweet he did this he did this but you can't forget what he did that got you in there you
1: can't you can't
0: and and like based based on based on going to church this morning like they said you know we don't deserve anything we don't you know god I, everything I everything we day. have in life is, oh, is a yeah. gift. So God, God gave us this gift. We don't deserve this life that we have. Straight up. So there's nothing saying that he deserves another chance. And just because he's you know bringing flowers and he's gone, got on Instagram and he's apologized and stuff like that, if that's where she's at, then that's where she's at.
1: I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna say this simple, simply, and for people listening, you don't deserve shit. Earn it, like exactly. You don't deserve shit. Earn it, like people. People they can't grasp that because we're in modern society. We're so used to being babied and, and, and we, a lot of us were born being lied to thinking that, you know, everything was just going to be this, we could, we have this cushion to fall on. No, you want something you work for it. And it may not always work. You may not always get it, but that's just life. Life isn't life. Isn't, um, there isn't this, uh, probability scale, to where it's like Hey If you do these things You're gonna end up On this side of the scale Right If you don't do these things You'll end up on it. The simple The simple fact is If you want something From somebody Such as respect What do you do? You treat them A certain way In order to gain That respect But guess what? Some people are just Assholes They may <laughs> never Give you that respect You know what I'm saying? But Go ahead Say what you were saying My bad
0: Uh I was just saying You know like Like As uh, uh, We don't deserve anything along those lines. And it's like, you know, if she decides that, you know, he's going to she's going to give him another chance. That's between them. It really is. Like there shouldn't be these celebrities out here putting on capes for for offset, you know. They shouldn't be like like that's their personal business. Y'all should stay out of it.
1: Everybody should
0: stay out of unless they unless they specifically invite you into it. You should really stay out of it. And like you said, you know, if you want want that, you got to earn it and i I've, I've learned that you don't earn things with you know gifts and 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 stuff like that you earn those chances with changes in your actions
1: what did i tell you those gifts do what did i tell you you know when when you when you gift and like basically you do these things that how do i say if the things that you weren't doing before when you start doing them what does that mean what what is what did i tell you that meant like as far as power
0: the power I, shifts yeah the power you shifts you
1: know and... in people hate to admit it, but a lot of times when you're dealing with two people, there's always a power struggle. And, you know, obviously people that listen to the show, there are some married people that listen to the show and they, they feel like, you know what? Well, me, me, my husband and I, we fair, we share a a equal amount, you know, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times that's not really true. Cause if you really want to break break things down statistically, somebody's always probably going to be pulling a little bit more weight. That's it, it, that's that's life.
0: Yeah, and, unless you're working the exact same job and you're making the exact same and income and, moving and when you split the bill, bills down, you know, that comes out the exact same. My insurance costs the exact same as yours. My car is the exact same as yours. You know, unless it's just split like that in a perfect world, Exactly. somebody's carrying a little more weight. And I say that to
1: say that shit is not even important. But the important thing is that people need to realize is, and it basically comes back to love, respect, and, you know, how you value somebody. In in my honest opinion, you have to be able to make that person feel like, well, how do I say this? Because it's really hard. It's really because people communicate so poorly. It's really hard to know when you're doing a good job sometimes. Very. But that's what I'm going to say. My thing is do your best job then at that moment when you're doing your best job then and you know you're doing the best you can a lot of times you can see it in your partner that you're doing the best you can. And the minute you realize that you're not doing the best you can, do it in that in that moment while you still have that chance because when somebody decides to walk off, now you're trying to do the best you can. And, and, and it's right for somebody to be sitting there looking at you like, well, it's too late. Because like you said earlier, everybody has that tipping point. You know, everybody has that, that point where they're like, you know what? I've had enough. And it's hard to really say everybody has their tipping point but at the same time you're dealing with two people that have two different tipping points yeah so one point person is not at that tipping point yet the other person is so once again it comes back to that power struggle
0: you have that one person like you know oh i'm gonna I'm keep trying i'm gonna keep trying i'm gonna keep trying the other person like it's, it's it's too late you're, yeah. you're you're not listening you know and you haven't reached that other person still hasn't reached that tipping point because they're still trying
1: and and now like i said you're in that moment where you're constantly you're giving them more power you're giving them more power and you gotta look at yourself and be like, hold on, like I'm doing all this shit that you always wanted. Now you're not paying attention because oh, you're quote unquote you're over it. It's too late now. But I mean, if it's me you love, if it's if this is what you wanted, I'm trying now and like second chance is third chance. Like what we're we gonna do here? What are we gonna do here? You know what I'm saying? Like at communicate. That's that's my thing, and I think that we all know communication is tough. Especially and, in times like these.
0: And I say that communication has to come with consistency, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which like, is also hard. Like
0: like I mentioned in that, in that book that I read, you know, you have to be consistent in your actions. And even if that means, hey, I need to set an alarm to remind me that, hey, you know, we need to sit down Thursday at 730 and have a real open communication about how our week has been. And not just say, you know, hey, how's your week? Oh, it's been fine, you know. No, fuck that, it's been fine. It's kind of like when people get uncomfort- uncomfortable when they say, oh, hey, how are you doing? Somebody's like, well, I've been having a hard time. And they go, oh, well, because they just expect you to say, oh, I've been fine, how are you? It's
1: not It's not, It's not. not genuine. It's not authentic. Yeah, it's
0: not it's genuine. genuine. Like, you need to have a genuine conversation with your spouse all the time, honestly. Yep. Yep. If, if they're frustrated about something, they should be able to say, you know what, this is frustrating me. And I know yep. that people don't talk immediately about things they have to process and say you know well am i tripping i don't know let me think about it for you know a couple days and it's like you know what i'm not tripping because it's still bothering me you need to be able to say hey you know this happened a couple of days ago it's it's on my heart you know you said this and this whatever but you got to be be able to communicate openly with your partner and not be afraid of like man if I give them this this dishonesty this you know is it going alter is it going to alter things and if that honesty alters things then it you know has who you're to happen dealing with because you don't want the fake
1: yeah yeah I mean if honesty alters things you know who you're dealing with yeah you're dealing with somebody that can't handle the truth and you know as grownups we have we have to be able to to you know get that truth like that that truth that truth uh serum is something that once we get injected with it, when we start giving it we got it. we really as grown ups have to accept the fact that you know hey i'm dealing with an honorable person like this person he has the truth in him he wants to tell you know he wants to tell me the truth it is what it is that truth may be brutal sometimes it may come off as assholish but at the same time it is better than a fucking lie
0: and i and i and i think that goes to another extent of don't be lying to yourself
1: oh yeah people do that
0: every day like if you if you really done mm-hmm. be really done Like, don't tell this person, you know what? Hey, stop talking to me. That way I can forget you because I can, you know, I can feel like, okay, he left me. He stopped talking to me. She left me. She stopped talking to me. You know, if that's really what you want, you need to work towards it. They say in the Bible, you know, faith without works is dead. Definitely. So you can get together in a relationship, and it's like you know, oh, I have faith it's gonna work. I don't, I, you know, I put I put my faith in God and I put my faith in the universe. But you also need to do some work on your own. Mm-hmm. This relationship isn't just gonna maintain itself. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, okay, boom, she likes me, I like her, we're together, it's gonna work. No, you you still gonna have to date her. You're still gonna have to make him feel special. Like if if he feels like he's doing all the effort and he's putting everything into it, then he's gonna feel like you have all the power. Yeah. Like, there it needs to be some to kind of balance, too. Yeah, it
1: comes back to power. Like, like if,
0: if I bring flowers home on, on a Friday, you know, could you possibly have a meal? Like, something. Like, like yeah. something. Like, you know, saying, oh, boom, here's some effort I have. Here's some effort that she has. You know, we're both trying to make this work. And I think no relationships work without that effort on both parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that effort has to be consistent.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, another thing that that bothers me, too, is like, I kind of feel like people get to a certain point in relationships, and it's like well, you've been dealing with this person for so long. And I'm pretty sure y'all have had many conversations that I would say are adult serious, meaning like marriage has been brought up, kids have been brought up, like living together has been brought up. I kind of feel like once it gets to that point in the relationship, to just drop all of that, it's pretty tough. And I feel like it has to be some legitness to dropping all that. I've been there before. And I tell people all the time, one of my main reasons for was, it should never got there in the first place. I was kind of just going with, you know, going through the motions, and then I realized, you're like, you know what? I shouldn't even be in this situation. I know I don't want kids with this person. I can't stand being around this person for more than six hours. Why the fuck would I want to live with them? You know, and and we all do that because we don't want to have those adult conversations. Yeah. And sometimes the the and one of the other reasons why I bring up love is because. I always just want to know if if, if, if if love is really the reason why people stay connected like that. Because, I mean, nowadays it's starting to feel like sometimes it's just convenience. Sometimes it just feels like, man, it's just, it looks right. So we need to make it work because it looks right. Or, you know, hey, I'm doing this, you're doing this, why not? You know, once again, convenient. So it's like, I, it's hard for me to know, you know, looking from the outside.
0: Yeah.
1: I would expect those two people that are dealing with each other. To definitely know why they're dealing with each other, and I hope it's you know not just convenience. I mean, a lot of people I know, I hate to say it, they had a kid, so they made it work. Uh, and a lot of times, those are the those are the people that be in open relationships because they kind of realize that, and it, and it gets to the point where we're just doing it for the kids, and then they have that adult conversation, and they realize, well, shit, we both in the same boat. You know, don't go out there raw dogging chicks. Don't go out. Don't go out there. You know, having dudes just you know busting all up in you, and then you have another kid. You lying telling me it's mine. Like, let's be honest here. And and some people have those adult conversations and relationships, and it works. Um, I, I
0: think I think oftentimes love in its purest form comes when you really don't have any attachments to this person, like you don't have any assets together. You
1: saying it's purest form.
0: In in, in in some experiences I've had. I understand that. I, understand that. I understand Like you have no assets connected to this person. There are no liabilities connected to this person. So if you walk away from this situation, there's no kind of financial there's no financial ties holding you there. Definitely, there's no child definitely. holding you there. That's you know? important today in America. You can't so, deny that. Yeah. Yeah. So when you have two people that come together and they're aren't obligated to each other financially or by a child, then you know, you're really there, in my opinion for a specific reason like you really are there because of this person at least it's not what, be- that's, because what like. it, that's what it looks like that's what it looks like i mean because they're not providing you anything financial yeah that's real they, you're not there because like man i know i get out here she's gonna put putting on this child support yeah. and i don't want to be on child support so i'm, I'm gonna stick it out that like takes there's me- nothing there but the love and the feelings that y'all have have for each other
1: that takes me back to i was watching something it was like i think it was 18th century 19th century america and they were it was just a bunch of stats that were put into place man like as far as um, when you compare love in the early 20th century to now, when you think about the type of money a person can make, you know, like compared to now, like you have people that are legit that could make a billion dollars, you know, start from nothing. But back then, back then, you know, the, the 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 chances of somebody being a millionaire was was slim to none. Like a lot of people were just living off their farms and shit like that. So, um, I bring that up to say that your your market was less competitive. So therefore, like you're saying, um, you're definitely dealing with more people back then. That kind of just was like they were like, you know, well, we've been cool for this long, you know. We we're a good team. We you know we're attracted to each other. We can make this work. Rather than my nigga, you can can you, can you afford to take me to Papa Do's? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Or you know, is your ass fat? Mm-hmm. You know, like like it's it to me. It, I'm not saying that love was better then. All I'm saying is to your point that if you look at old school love compared to new school love, it was it's easier to to, you can easily tell that the the chase was more for companionship and actually building that home life and it wasn't any it wasn't a lot of conniving shit going on. Yeah. I mean a lot of things changed as America changed, a lot of things changed and obviously you see that the you know the home structure, whether you're black, white, whatever has, is very broken up now and it's just based off the fact that times have changed money you know um uh, just materials in general like everything from in the past 100 years man, just inflation like it's just crazy the things that we have the opportunity to do that's why I commend people that they get in relationships nowadays and like they're focusing on the future they're they're hoping to make that 10 15 years. Because they have, they have that mindset like you. Um, we're going to work through it through flaws and all. Because no matter what we think, none of the people we deal with that are married have perfect relationships.
0: Right. You know, they're going through things. You, you, and and that's, that's one thing that, that bothers me. It doesn't bother me, but it's one thing that I note about social media. Mm-hmm. You only put the best of times up there.
1: Which is, I, I read that. And I've seen I've seen that they're like people don't put their losses up, which is which is absolute. That's not true. If you follow fitness people, when they fail on a PR or something like that, they'll post it. Like if they're trying to lift like 400 pounds and they they don't hit that 400, they're gonna post it. Oh, that's you motivation know? to them. Though. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and um, but 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 I understand like yeah, people don't people are not gonna post their their um marriage failures, which to me makes all the sense in the world because it's nobody's business. I want to show you the highlights of my life. Those people out there, to me, although it's very curated and you're only seeing the happy moments, that shit is it motivates you. You're like man, you know, I want to have that too.
0: Yeah, I you want know, to have those happy. moments. Know, that's
1: why people say relationship goals. because if a person's posting a lot of those, it only gets you to thinking like, well, damn, you know, they always seem like they're happy. It's no, it's very hard to imagine that somebody that's always posting the good times um, is. Let's just say you you're you following somebody and it's just three weeks worth of good times, and then you don't see nothing for about two or three days, and then bam, they're back to it. That's reality. That's realistic. Yeah. I can see that happening. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But at the same time, what if in them three days they still was good?
0: Yeah. I mean, we know that's not. <laughs> they just the case. didn't post anything. Yeah, you know. They just I mean, didn't have to post anything.
1: I don't. I personally they stayed at the
0: house all weekend, so they ain't not They nothing. was they had
1: in the post about, you know. And I don't have a problem with that. But at the same time, I just don't really care for people. Um, basing their whole identity around that like you know being married i mean i know you're married but i mean who are you you know you're just not you you're not just a wife you're, yeah you know I'm you're like, not you're, just
0: these couple photos that you post
1: exactly days. you're a wife you're probably a mother you're a sister you know a you career are, woman a co-worker exactly you know there's more to you than oh i'm just posting i'm just posting you know me and my husband all day or me and my dog. you know. There's more to people out there, and that's the only thing that I look at on social media and be like, man, you know, you can actually post other aspects of your life, but then a lot of people don't really want to be well-rounded on social media. They kind of still want to leave that room for mystery.
0: Well, to for me, it was always a thing of, I don't want to be out here being vulnerable to somebody that's my Facebook friend that I went to junior high with mm-hmm. back in 2000. Like, I don't I don't need you out here, you know, partaking in the in the intimate moments of my life.
1: Then that makes sense.
0: And so that was all it was always me. Like, I didn't want to be vulnerable, but I've also learned because, as I said, we as people, we continue to learn, we continue to evolve. We're not the same person we were, you know, 20 minutes ago when this podcast started mm-hmm. that when you have that strength in your partner, it doesn't matter what the opposition is. Explain that. Just saying, and I, and I say opposition, but just like, you know, okay, I'm out here exposing, you know, my relationship to.
1: The world. The world. Yeah, the world. If it's on social media, it's the world. Yeah, the world.
0: <laughs> like like I did on the last podcast, if you follow me on, on social media, you've, you've been you know, seeing me yeah, yeah. expose a little bit more of myself than I've done in a long, long time.
1: And I'm going to stop you right there. Like, what's the benefit in that? Do you feel like there are more pros and cons to that?
0: I, I did feel free. In a, you
1: know what I'm I, In a relationship or not, like. Do you feel when you're in a relationship, people should be posting their relationships? I mean, just I'm thinking about the whole thing.
0: Like they should? or Yeah,
1: like what is the benefit in that?
0: I, I, I say it's, it's, a, it's a recognition of your partner and in the sense of what your partner needs. Like if your partner needs to feel pride by you posting them on social media and letting the world know, then it, it's kind of it's a benefit to them. And it's a benefit to you in the sense that, hey, I'm being vulnerable. I'm being free. I'm being open. I'm putting my strength in this person that I'm out here posting. So I'm not, you know, cause people in this day and age, people be like, you know, boom, this, my man. Let me know if if you out here, if he in your inbox and stuff like that, like offset Cardi, you know, here's some screenshots of some texts, your man are sending me, you know? So it's, 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 it's putting you out there. And it's saying, it's saying really that I have nothing to hide.
1: Let's flash. Let's rewind back to 2004. When oh. you, <laughs> you know, you're in a relationship in 2004 That's definitely my space Definitely, you're in a relationship in 2004 And yeah, we're young But we're not even thinking about You know, those types of things Like, that's not even crossing our mind We're just with people And if we happen to be with them in a certain moment That's candid, you know, that's camera candid It'll get posted No matter what the relationship status is yeah. I mean, don't forget, like When Facebook, came, Facebook first came about It was literally just, you know, relationship with and that's all you need to know. If somebody's been nosy, want to go on their page, it is what it is. But I remember almost two years ago we had a show, Boobs and Balls, and literally I learned on that episode that when you post your significant other, it tends to bring more drama because you're posting, you're out here posting, oh this my man, this my man, and then your other, your homegirl that used to like him is like, oh shit, someone so fuck with, fuck with Jay. Oh shit, I'm finna hit Jay up, you know, low-key on some envious shit because she wants what she she has. Yeah, it, yeah. It it it's goes not other like way. I want Why a man you? like
0: that. I want him.
1: I want him because, and so don't get me wrong, I understand the validation for some people is needed and blah, blah, blah. But to me, I'm just like, when I learned about that, I'm like, well, what's the point? If if that's if if it was 100% positive, and there are some things out there that are 100 percent positive. Which I'm not gonna get into, but there are things for a relationship that are good, and there are no way you know you can't dispute it. But to me, I don't feel that that um, photo validation is always necessary. Yeah, if this no, person, I don't think it's always. Necessary if this enough. person is you know crying, saying you know, hey, you don't show me off enough, you know, a lot of times I think my rebuttal would be like, how do I say this? Because once again, niggas could post pictures of chicks and still be cheating on them. So, I, once again, I just don't see the true benefit in that. Only if that individual really needs that. But when you get that, what does that mean?
0: I, I think it's a uh, an example of, of sacrifice and compromise. Like you, like you said, you know, I don't feel like you're proud of me because you don't show me off on social media. And then it, to me, it's like, well, I don't show myself off on social media. So how do you show
1: that you're proud of somebody if, it, if it, without social media? 20 years ago, how would a person show that they're proud of somebody?
0: To me? Yeah. I, br- I bring you around my friends and my family. Like the uh-huh. people that I hold close to my heart. Yeah. I bring you I bring you around them. In the physical. In the physical. Yeah. Because it really it's, it's like, oh, shit. You know, Jay brought this girl home. Now you know, because in the old strangers. days, like, oh, he brought this chick home. This is the girl he brought home to exactly. his family on a holiday or something like that. Like, yeah. this is the real deal. Yeah. Which like, makes
1: absolute sense to me. Like they're strangers on a lot of people's social media accounts got people that sell wigs and shit that are following <laughs> you who god knows who they are
0: but because remember the essence of social media where it all started this person following me i follow them back exactly i don't know who the fuck they are we somebody, they, they follow out me, out me follow, follow back.
1: trains we just trying to just get to know people yeah follow so, for follows stuff like that so when did it come to the point where in social media where we felt like we really had to let people into our personal personal lives like i and uh, people probably listen, oh, he just don't want to post his girlfriend. Well, I don't have a girlfriend, so I don't have that problem. But even if I did, I still would look at them and just, I would simply ask them that question. I post you on my social media account. What are you trying to prove?
0: I'm what not, do we gain from this? I don't think it's anything about proving. I think it's something about recognition.
1: Recognition of what?
0: Just that, this is just that, hey, you're not hiding me. You're not, I'm not a secret. You're not trying to, you're not out here trying to pimp.
1: That's my problem hiding you from what so it comes down to all right if you feel like i'm hiding you how about we both just get off social media oh
0: shit oh shit you know i mean it's it's, like i said sacrifice and compromise if it's not a big deal to you it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a, a whole a huge you know argument to go back and forth
1: i personally would that would so in my case we goes back to the beginning of the episode we talk about flaws. I would I would I would find that as a character flaw. Because I feel like everything that I do in the physical realm, in the physical world, that's what matters the most. If if we happen to, like I said, if we happen to have a candid moment that needs to go on camera, it will I will take a fucking fo- we can we can frame this shit and put it in my home and I will put it on my office desk. Putting it on social media means absolutely nothing to me, and it means absolutely nothing to social media because those people will still fuck your husband and they still try to fuck your wife. That's what but I'm also, saying. But also,
0: also there's another side of that coin because it could be a character flaw on your behalf because she's looking at you like, oh, of so course. you don't you don't want to post me? You know what? Why why not? What what, what are you hiding? What am I a secret? You know? Are you just not proud of me? Like, and
1: are you a secret? But we go in public everywhere.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you can't you can't justify how people feel.
1: Of course not. Ever, but it's strange know. to Th- me. This is,
0: these are your feelings. I can't tell you you're feeling wrong. I can't tell you you're feeling right. They're your feelings. Do with them as you wish.
1: I, I, my, my thing is, I think that it's a, it's a, um, epidemic that really holds. It's a senseless epidemic, to my in my opinion. It's it's almost as worse as it's almost as bad as a selfie. I don't care what anybody says. I think selfies are annoying. And I think over selfieing is annoying. You take a selfie, like I said, you have a candid moment, you're feeling good about it, cool, take a selfie, that's fine. But Constance, one of my favorite quotes of all time is, if you want to know what somebody loves, see what they take a picture of the most. Mm-hmm. And if I'm looking at somebody's page and all I fucking see is pictures of themselves, that's going to bother me. So I'm like, damn, you give a fuck about anybody else?
0: <laughs> but, Just say But to me, when I, when I think about... Making posts online, my favorite pictures of my significant other—they're typically pictures that aren't built for social media. Yeah, and not, and not saying that these are like nudes or anything like that. Most
1: of mine, are, yeah, I like the nudes. <laughs> if I did hey, so she gave me I'm posting nudes on social media because she wants validation.
0: This is, I'm proud of you, baby. Got that ass. <laughs> she got that ass. Look at, the, look at these double D's. Yeah. Be, hey. But but see but see for me, I like the candid moments. Yeah, I don't know why I said candid. It know was two he, words, yeah, not just candied. Country, word. just country. But <laughs> but I like the candid moments. Oh, we sitting here laying on the couch. The sun just hit your face, you know, right. You ain't got no makeup on. You ain't did your hair. We just here chilling. But I like you in this moment. You know, yeah. it, it's and those are the ones that I really hold dear to me. Like the ones that when I think about you, those ones that I go look back at. Yeah, it might be one where you were dressed up and you just looked amazing that day. And that one made social media. But for the most part... Hey, I remember when, when it was after the hurricane and we we found the only restaurant that was open and, you know, we were both looking a mess, but, you know, we were having a good time and I took a picture of that. Like, those are the ones that really spiked the memories. It, I mean, I might get a picture of you, you know, headed to work, you know, two times a week and it's like, all right, cool. You know, you in your work attire, but, you know, that's kind of how many memories am I going to remember. Like, oh, June 20th, 2017, when she went to work. She had the blue slacks on with the red shirt and the blue and white jacket and this. You know how how often do those memories stick out?
1: Let me tell you something, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, I, I'll gain a lot of enemies from this from the statements I'm making on this episode, but I like surprises. So me personally, I I like nudes more. But uh that's <laughs>
0: <laughs> back to the news.
1: What, what that boy should say? <laughs> when you make it home, let me know you make it home. Say my. <laughs> Send me some news, please. Me personally. If I love a person's face, I'm going to see it in person. The pictures are cool. You send me a picture every, you know, once a month, every few weeks.
0: What Wayne said, don't send me no naked pictures if I can't get naked with you. I'm just, bro, I mean, it it makes sense. But uh, I I see your point because I've been out of town sometimes and then I get get a nude or get something like, you know, thinking about you, baby. It's like, shit, I'm about to fly you out.
1: You send me a picture of your face, I'm like, oh. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> I mean you're beautiful You're pretty but I mean it's not going to make me want to come back home Nothing like a beautiful wow. body I'm just being like That's what I told you I'm going to be the enemy as, as this episode progresses Let
0: me put my mic on music
1: <laughs> But no I'm just saying like There, there really isn't nothing, Anything mind blowing about pictures In general but if you're going to take a picture Take a picture, picture. I'm just saying Oh, I don't
0: know bro Cause, cause I, I'll save selfies too Cause it, sometimes it is oh, a I do Oh I do too it's, it's, it's a smile It's the little dimple that you have if you 8
1: selfies in one week I'm gonna delete some of them Delete probably 7 of them I've done it before
0: Like oh okay I, I, I see your point But like Yeah, I, yeah I, I haven't saved every single selfie No I'm not gonna say that
1: the Half time you don't really look like that anyway Do the what? They don't be looking like that anyway
0: Wow
1: <laughs> I'm just saying you that. A lot of catfishes out there and you might be dating one.
0: See, that's why I don't take pictures, because I know I'm ugly. <laughs> that's why I don't take pictures. Like, you have to get me, like, it has to be totally candid, because anytime I pose for a picture, I'm like, this nigga ugly.
1: I can say this. If a, if a woman wants a selfie from you, I'm talking to you, Jay. Yeah. I wouldn't, I'm not going to sit there and say, no, I'm ugly. But I can simply, when I if I deny somebody a selfie, it's simply because. It that is definitely a mood thing. It's like I don't feel like looking at my fucking face in a camera right now.
0: And I'm a, and is, I don't know my angle, so I'm gonna hold it like below my chin, so my face is gonna look extra fat. And because I, I, I don't know, I need to square it up, or I need a 45 degree angle from where the sun sets at 5:45. If you're in Chicago on the north side, wow. like I don't, I don't know these things. So that's why I hate taking selfies. And
1: people have no shame where they take selfies, too. They don't give a damn. I, I went to the uh, the Texans game, and people were just so rude last week when they were taking their selfies. We just walking, and then bam, they just stopped. You know why they stop? <laughs> perfect fucking angle. Perfect lighting. So we're just going to I can see
0: the field in the background.
1: Bitch, get the fuck out the way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, yeah, it is what it is. Fight me. Damn. <laughs> but no, I mean back to the to the point of the show, if there's a point of the show. Um, I just, I feel like when this show first started in 2016, right? Yeah, April We We used to always kind of get on a soapbox about ultimatums. And I really feel like that's the situation a lot of people are dealing with these days. These ultimatums that are, they're destined to ruin relationships. Because you're constantly putting somebody in a situation where they have to make a decision. And I tell people all the time, if you're telling me to choose to choose um, going to your parents' house or going to the gym, we're probably gonna, I'm probably gonna be single the next day. <laughs> I'm just saying. But like, I,
0: I think I think the sacrifice and the compromise go both ways. Like there can't be one person making all the compromises, one person uh, making all the sacrifices. A lot of
1: times, one person is making more sacrifices than the other person,
0: oh, and, and that's gonna happen but you can't be making all of them. I, Somebody it, can't be getting their way every single situation.
1: Uh, some people are very skillful at getting their way every time. I mean, you may not recognize it, but they do it pretty well. It's some people, it's some it's men and women out there, and I know some simple-ass women, some women that don't ask for much. And they constantly put themselves in situations where they're constantly compromising who they are until the point until the, until that moment they reach that tipping point and what happens? They they, they they out of character now. Yeah. Because it, you're you shouldn't be. Ha- you shouldn't have to compromise that much and make that many sacrifices. Those are flaws. Those are red flags to me. Run. I, that's just that's just where I stand on it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, people people take when I have these conversations with people about relationships, they like, oh, you're a quitter. I'm like, well, I could point out plenty of instances and when when a lot of people quit that I know.
0: Or oh, or you can point Uh-oh. out instances where people held on too long. <laughs> I'm, you know, like like you didn't decide to quit until. You know, this person married somebody else. And and then you, you was like, "All right, cool, I'm out." And you sitting now.
1: there looking like Bobo the fool. I mean, you you have to have. I'm looking at this book on Jay's counter. It is called "Where to Draw the Line." It is by Ann Catherine Ma. And it was. I was looking at the back of this book, and I saw something. And um, it, I think I think my favorite part of this summarification. In the back of this book, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. It definitely says this book provides the tools and insights needed to create boundaries so that we can allow time and energy for the things that matter and help us break down limiting defenses that stunt personal growth. Okay. And there was another thing when it said boundaries are the unseen structures that support healthy, productive lives. Okay. The name of this show is called No Boundaries. But let's just be real here. When I read that, even both of these books that you have, How to Make Shit Happen, like when I see these books that you're reading, because you and Crystal Clear are fans of self-help books, bozos, uh,
0: listen. Bro, (laughs) people people go to Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes not to learn about the Bible but for motivational speeches. I know. know Sometimes you need some self-motivation. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah my th- the thing i get get from these two is something i guess i have naturally and that's why people have self help books cuz there're some things that you can't do naturally like i can't naturally be i can't naturally play like lebron james or kobe but mm-hmm. people out there can work at it see i've always like in the past 5 or 6 years kind of got to the point where structure boundaries those things are a necessity in life like if you don't have those things like, you're, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. And that's why I feel like a lot of people stray away from relationship boundaries. People find all these other boundaries, and then all of a sudden it gets to a relationship, they just go IQ 22.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll do anything this person asks. Yeah,
1: let's not go full retard in relationships. Let's not go full retard when you're dealing with people on a daily basis. You have to have boundaries. With people, with any type of relationship. So, the point that I'm making here is... When you when 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 it when it's all said and done, when are you gonna draw that line and start making shit happen, you know, for yourself? Because you don't wanna be that person that's sitting there looking like Bobo the fool and realizing that you either held on too long or you were just going back and forth in the situation that wasn't going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that basically that's my answer to the question that you asked me. It's that simple. And I mean Hopefully these self-help books, they put you in the right direction. Goddamn, I made you lose your fucking place. In I
0: needed to start over because it's been a while since I read that one. Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. How long you had this book? Uh, I
0: had a while. Okay. I'll just leave it at a while. Yeah, yeah, I got that.
1: is dusty. <laughs> <sighs> no, but I'm just, I'm, you know, in, not to be hard, but at the same time, all I'm saying is I've learned that predictability is, is a is a fun way to live. Because when, you, when you're living a predictable life, like you're doing things, you know what you're going to do day by day after day. When you have those little surprises, cool. You know, those surprises might be negative, those surprises might be positive, but cool. Like, you have this structure, and as long as you're not just wild, out here wild and living like fucking Pauly Shore and Encino man, like just on some, I take it back. If
0: you know about that. You're, nah, you're, I've seen it, okay, and seen. Okay, you're
1: a young buck. It's just, I ain't know. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen and seen. <laughs> but if you're just out here living that hippie lifestyle, I mean, like I said, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. And I, I believe any person living on this planet has to understand that love is important because you were saying romantic love. And yet, all types of love are, are important. But specifically, in this day and age that we live in, my perception of modern-day romantic love is fucking hard as shit. So I think people going into these romantic love situations or these situations where, like, I want to get married, have a kid, have how You need to set your boundaries because if you don't, I know so many women out there that have dated eight or nine guys in the past ten years, thought they were going to get married three or four times, you know, thought they were going to move in with so-and-so, and guess what? Here you are looking stupid because you didn't set the boundaries. A lot of t- a lot of those relationships only dragged on because bad communication. You know, you're not you're not, not uh, noticing the red flags and running in time. Now you're wasting ten years of your life. Yeah, you know. So all I'm saying is discernment. It's important. And to answer Sean's question, um, he he said that he wanted us to. Uh, look up the etymology of the word "nice." Did you get a chance to do that? No. Believe it or not, uh, the word "nice" means you know foolish, silly. You know it's 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 crazy when I went. It was more words, but long story short, to be nice is to almost be easy easy to step on. Yeah, I was going to say doormat. To, yeah, that's like literally that's what nice is, and nice has always meant that. And I bring that up to say a lot of people don't realize when they're being too nice in these relationships. Like I don't believe in the 90 day rule, but I respect it because at least you're setting a boundary rather than just a man or a woman just going out there. You you have a one night stand with a chick and you're, you're thinking that you're going to marry this person. Huh? Like That doesn't make any sense. You meet her in a bar. Like that's probably not going to be the one for you. Like some of those, I'm just saying some of those things still hold weight. Like, you gotta kinda look at your situation. Once again, if you have boundaries, if a bar is not if, if a bar doesn't break your boundary, cool. But if you feel like, hey, I only wanna meet a church girl, then I'll only be the church girl. If you only wanna meet strippers, you know where to go. <laughs>
0: you know,
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so predictability. And no surprises may come, but you know, I, I feel like that structure, you know, will guide you in the right direction to the point where, um, you don't have to deal with a lot of heartache and Anxiety. It, it's, I feel like it's a, it's a more, it, it detours it a little bit. It's not anxiety and pain, all that shit is inevitable, but the reality is we bring a lot of that shit on ourselves just by not drawing a line. Yeah. And then you reach that tipping point and blah, 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 you're in the tug of war. You know what I'm saying?
0: I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you have anything that you wanted to bring to this episode today?
0: Cause I, I felt like I brought a lot.
1: You did bring a lot. I'm saying like your own ideals,
0: though. Not my ideals. Cause I just took it.
1: over. I, like you know, we we had been here in a minute. I kind of I kind of missed it. So I had came prepared. Oh yeah. To talk shit. I, I,
0: after one text message I sent you last night. Yeah, that
1: text message was very important. It was very important because it made me realize that people they see things how they want to see things. Yeah. But th- they didn't ask the right questions, and I guarantee you, they didn't ask the right questions. Those weren't the right questions to me. The right questions to be like, how do you feel? Yeah. What you got going on? What's up? Do you think you're going about this the right way? What you gonna do next? Mm-hmm. Are you ever gonna stop? What will make you stop? You know, just you know, ask the right questions. I mean, and I just recently learned that long, you know, not too long ago, so I'm not gonna sit here and act like I just
0: <laughs> like didn't know yeah, 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 but
1: you, sometimes you gotta ask yourself why, 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 why over and over again. Yeah. And then you kinda feel like, you know, hey.
0: And as long as long as you don't get to that, well I don't know. <laughs> Because once you, you get once there Once you get to that I don't know And you don't know Your own motives Then it's kind of yeah. like Okay what really What really are you doing What am I doing Yeah,
1: yeah. Why
0: are we here Exactly
1: Just saying Nigga can't be out here Willy nilly man Niggas gotta put yeah, niggas gotta put their boxes on <laughs> 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 Bruh, Just saying bro Just let them hang <laughs> you know, we can't just be out there Let their boobs just hang
0: this, you, you gotta strap them things up I know they
1: don't like to but that's why they had that Victoria's Secret and the annual sale, you know?
0: That's in my annual sale. That <laughs> seems to happen like every quarter, but... did,
1: they, did did anybody ever tell you like why? Like specifically Victoria's Secret? Like I got I had got some feedback. I think me.
0: I think I seen it on the SoundCloud. Oh,
1: okay, okay. It basically it makes them feel sexy. Yeah. Do you do anything that makes you feel sexy, Jay?
0: Brother, the last thing I feel in life is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing in life I feel is sexy.
1: Have you ever done anything to make you say, okay, damn? I'm looking good today,
0: man. Oh, sometimes sometimes my drip be nasty. Oh. So it's not <laughs> <confused>. <laughs> I guess at for a man that would work. Like, yeah. Nigga, go out, he fresh.
1: Nigga, yeah. fresh. Some, cut, nigga like, sometimes hey.
0: you drunk fresh and it's like, yeah, I'm going to put it You got
1: to take the selfie, huh?
0: Yeah, I, still don't <laughs> the selfie. I don't take the selfie because, like, oh, I know this outfit's solid. I'm probably going to wear it again. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like, going to put it out bro, here for your consumption.
1: That was one of my. I used to tell Trey that all the time, like, bro, nigga, your closet. You got to have a closet Like fucking Kanye West <laughs> It never ends I'm just saying bro Cause like I couldn't do it Like I feel funny about that shit But a lot of people be like oh, I don't give a fuck I wear this shit two weeks later But it's like Well if you wear it two weeks later and you take selfies both times Wonderbolts is gonna look like a throwback <laughs> 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 It's like what What is you doing? But hey I'm not out here bashing a selfie taker so Take why your I don't too
0: many pictures of myself Yeah
1: Go out here Take your selfies because I got like do.
0: four or five solid outfits that I throw on when it's time to go out. And, you
1: know, I don't blame because I don't like because you are businessman
0: and I don't like to go shopping. I <sighs> hate shopping,
1: I feel sorry for anybody right now. Christmas shopping, like, going was,
0: going in the debt, man, to, going in the debt to prove to someone that you love them.
1: I love my mom and my son, so I mean I don't mind getting them stuff. My brothers too, but and I don't got to prove anything to them. Yeah, but you know, and it, that's why I kind of like white elephants because you know they, they put that that cap on it. Mm-hmm. What did you get for White Elephant Gift?
0: Uh, I didn't participate. Really? For the work one? Yeah. No, no. That
1: would be fun. We
0: we do it we do it like as a family and be like, all right, you know, here's a twenty five dollar limit. Cause you know, it, it prevents you from having to buy gifts for everybody.
1: I always like getting the gag gifts. Like my gag gift, you know what gag gift I buy every year? I old calendar? Some, no, I just buy something cowboys related. No, you got it, Get you a damn Prescott jersey. Now stop looking at me like that. Now you got to Come on, man. Loosen up. You gotta laugh. You know that was funny. Come on, Jay. They did good today.
0: Do you have words of advice?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. My words of advice are. Let me see. Because the way you looking at me right now, I'm, I'm kind of scared. I guess my of advice is don't make fun of the Cowboys when you're around Jay, because he takes it to heart. I mean, hey, that's your team, man. It's America's team. That's all I got, man. How about them Cowboys? No, go ahead. <laughs> this one. Don't edit this out, because this is, to me, I got to hear myself laughing, because this is funny i I'm gonna remember your face For the rest of my life I like memories see I don't gotta take a picture I'm gonna remember the way You're looking at me For the rest of my life Cause it's fucking hilarious
0: My words of advice are <laughs> Consistency and communication Every single day Be consistent And communicate
1: Communicate what?
0: Everything even if you're sitting there thinking about will the Ninja Turtles beat the Power Rangers, or if Superman could beat Thanos with Thanos only having two Infinity Stones, communicate that. All you really w- think Thanos could beat Superman? I really do. Yeah. Uh,
1: man, mm-hmm. I mean, he be dark dark side side. Like those people are fucking strong. They don't need like stones and shit. I mean, you, you you're saying with the stones? At least one. I mean, Superman could beat Incredible Hulk. I mean, he, he might struggle with Red Hulk, but I mean, these fan theories have been tested already. I think the only- <laughs> they, they've been tested.
0: <laughs> You've tested <laughs> theories with fictional people. Yeah. No, these, oh, okay. Well, these, well uh,
1: these nerds be taking it there. I mean, because I, I think one of my favorite ones was a um, was Goku versus Superman. Goku would be Superman. I mean, he has no weaknesses. Superman. Goku. The, Unless that, you kill him. I mean, you need kryptonite.
0: To kill Goku?
1: No. How are you going to kill Goku? Goku can die.
0: He's died before.
1: That motherfucker, when he goes Super Saiyan, how are you going to kill him?
0: He's died before.
1: But how are you going to kill him when he goes Super Saiyan?
0: Oh, he has to go Super Saiyan. You I'm, don't think some red kill him before then? <sighs> We're really geeking out right now.
1: Uh, yeah, my bad. Because they, they even tested the One Punch Man theory. They was like, One Punch Man could, he could pretty much kill a lot of people. It all depends on who writes the story.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go
1: Zack Snyder writes the story Superman wins the Russo brother writes the story Thanos wins
0: and with that being said this has been the No Bounders Podcast thanks Thanks for for listening listening. but ever since the dawn of civilization people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world